My name's Quincy. And my name's Kevin. And this is Sentimental Men from Theaterly. We are here to talk, and maybe scream, about our favorite women in musical theater. Oh my god, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Pour one out for our friends on their parents' sofas right now, for our friends braving mass transit. Wait, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Well, Quincy, what a fun question, because at present, I am 24, 24 and a half hours away from being on vacation, and I get back from vacation right before Thanksgiving, and so then I think we're gonna go down to my family's in New Jersey, just because it's close, but I am predicting a vision almost like a fantasy that it is I am going to be exhausted and prophecy famously is the quote what did I say (laughs) I said fantasy fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) anyway I'm going to be tired both my siblings this holiday season are going to have significant others isn't that insane Quincy this is the start of a Hallmark movie for you Because you're no, but hear me out. No, hear me out. Because you are the big brother coming home from the city, capital T, capital C, the city. Single and alone. And you're single and you're like, oh, capital S, God, capital A. All my siblings are going to be, you know, partnered up at Christmas. Enter, I don't know, some lumberjack or something. Kavika, I know that's the not, so yeah. <laughs> I was close. But you know what I mean? I feel like this could be this could be it for you. And it's fun because usually the big city marketing executive is like the villain in a story, like a Hallmark story, but I like the idea of it being you being the protagonist despite being a villain trope. Thank you for referring to me as the big city marketing executive. Well, I mean, I'm speaking in Hallmark. <laughs> I like that for me. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? I am staying in New York. I have a best friend from home who lives in LA now who is flying up with his girlfriend and we are gonna get together with some friends from high school and do a Friendsgiving and then he's here all week. So we're just gonna be gallivanting around the city, which I'm actually excited about. I haven't had like a Thanksgiving with a home friend before, I think. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't think I have either. I'm excited to have like a real house with a real kitchen and like actually like throw Thanksgiving someday. You know what I mean? Because you can't like have like full Thanksgiving proper like in an apartment. Who has the space? Do you have visions almost like fantasies of houses in your future? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't want to live in a fucking walk up for the rest of my life. I do live on the elevator building with a doorman in a luxury apartment. No, I I don't want neighbors. That's the real thing. I want no shared Oh, see, I want neighbors because I don't want to be murdered in the middle of the night. Mm. I'll take the risk. With no one to hear my screams. This is going off the rails. Hi, welcome to Thanksgiving. This is our bonus episode for the holiday season. We know you're all busy with your families and friends, so we didn't want to give you a full interview, but we still wanted to check in with you at this every other week. Mark, welcome to Just Q&K. On sentimental men. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Quincy, for <laughs> for that marvelous introduction. Uh, but we do have a lot to discuss today. I would say the news cycle is very wicked saturated at the moment. There's like weirdly a lot to talk about. So today, at the time of recording, Wicked UK mm. announced the 2023 cast that is taking over. You know how the West End loves to replace everyone all at once. And we have, let me pull up the full announcement so I don't leave anyone out. Yes. But the zinger for me 
Well, it's hard to describe, it's hard to pick a zinger, but the one that like got me out of bed this morning is I like begrudgingly rubbed like the sand out of my eyes and like started to look at my phone. I see someone had tagged us, had tagged Scentmen Pod, and I do want to say their name because I thought it was thought it was a hoax at first. <laughs> theater fan official, I looked in our story tags and saw that theater fan official shout out tagged us in a graphic he had made that said that Lucy St. Louis Ooh. and Alexia Kadeem mm. were taking over in Wicked UK. And I don't know what it was, but like something about the pairing of Lucy St. Louis with Alexia, who famously was Elphaba on the West End. And what year, if I'm guessing I'm gonna say 2008, can we confirm? She played Elphaba. Kevin, are you ready? She played Alphaba from June to November in 2008. Yeah, I didn't doubt <laughs> you for a second. That was impressive to me. <laughs> I didn't doubt you for a I second. I doubted me on that one. Quincy, I feel like- That one felt like it was tucked away in the back. You know how they say, Quincy, like if you ever get kidnapped, like you need to have like a safe way of telling the person you're kidnapped. <laughs> like for me and you, I would hope that if I was like, okay, Quincy, prove that you're fine. Like what year was Stephanie J. Block in Wicked? And you'd be like 2017. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think you would just like <laughs> spew incorrect dates at me. And I'd be like, we need to get the police involved because my friend Quincy <laughs> is in <wrong>. trouble. <laughs> That sentimental man, the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> Wicked UK at Golden Age Alphaba yeah. paired with Lucy St. Louis, who would be brand new to the role of Glinda and who I know from being in the Phantom of the Opera in the UK, didn't like click mm -hmm. as like an actual news release. I was like, oh, this is like a, some account that's like posting dream casting kind of a like thing. Like a dream cast, um, yeah. Cause that's what it feels yeah. like. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And then I was like, let me just check. And then I went on Twitter and saw that it was real. And I was shook. I was genuinely shook. And I feel like I would liken the way I felt after reading this casting announcement <laughs> to the way mm -hmm. I felt in 2014, I believe, my junior year, I was sitting in, I think I remember the class, it was African-American history. I was sitting in African-American history and everyone in my high school had uh -huh. iPads and I was like scrolling on Broadway.com on my iPad and I scroll and I see that gorgeous, you probably know what I'm talking about, the gorgeous headshot of Willemine Verkike like holding her face like this. And she's kind of almost like a lime green color and has like a bluish white background to her and saw that she was coming to Broadway and started to tear up in class. <laughs> That's how I felt. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly. I, we all know that feeling, right? Like we, we all have the moment when like a dream we didn't know we had comes true. I also woke up. My favorite thing, Quincy, about- Was it my text? It Well, it was a chorus of texts because what I love about this podcast is that we have like made ourselves the people in everyone's <laughs> life that they're like, I have to tell Quincy slash Kevin about this. <laughs> It's just very endearing how many people want to like be the one to share the news with you. You know what I mean? Like it's mm -hmm. just, I don't know. It's just nice to wake up and like everyone is like, hey, I thought of you because something happened yeah. to Wicked right. or at Wicked. Similarly to when I know that whenever Taylor Swift drops music, every guy I've ever dated thinks about me at least once. <laughs> yes. I would imagine it's very similar to that. <laughs> I kind of think of it from their perspective though, as like, oh, they know that we are the one person in their life who will definitely be excited and geek out about this with them. As opposed to if you texted like maybe a snarky musical theater friend of yours, they might not meet yeah. you with that same enthusiasm. Correct, yeah. It's nice. It's a nice feeling. 
It's an honor to be nominated. But then as it- So I was not the first text you saw about it today. I don't know where my eyes fell first, Mm -hmm. but yes, it was yours. Yours was the first one I saw. Anyways, as the news settled over me, I think that it's such exciting casting because like you said, it is like a golden age alphaba, like a a classic alphaba with- a brand new Glinda and you know what I mean like it's somebody who has like done it and proven themselves and who we know is great and is gonna like you know I'm sure have new things new things to bring to it but also to have then this brand new Glinda who is also I mean you know more than me because of like the phantom of it all but I mean she's like relatively fresh on the scene, right? Like, I know she's not a novice, but... Right, I know she did a pretty buzzy production of Camelot in the UK, Mm. too. I remember seeing things about that. I have not been tapped into Lucy St. Louis, though, apart from the fan for the opera, which she's phenomenal in. I think it's really exciting. And what I think is interesting is my, like, only window into Lucy is Phantom, just because that's, like, the most current. And she obviously sounds ridiculously beautiful singing the Phantom score and she has a lovely legit mm-hmm. tone to it but we know that that's not like the sound like they want kind of like a poppy soprano sound usually and so i'm except well i'm interested if that's like an american versus uk difference maybe right but i am excited Because also how fierce if it if she does bring like full up if she goes full Linda, christine in no one mourns the wicked <laughs> gag me i <laughs> I mean, you would be dragging me through the aisles to get me out of the theater. Yeah. My brain went to today. What if like we could convince, this is a pie in the sky. What if we could convince (laughs) anti-theaterly to fly us out to do, to go to Lucy Jones's last The Lucy to Lucy pipeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like that would be really fun and cute. That would be fun and cute. Even if Auntie Auntie. doesn't do it, that would be such a, I would be down for that trip. That would be very fun. Yeah, I was just, but so then I thought I went on that same path too, where I was like, Auntie, can you hear me? Even if they don't, could we just do it? But then I was like, Kevin's going to London literally tomorrow. Also, I have to go to a bachelor party in Utah in March. And I don't think the timing like works out where I'm going to want to be like going to Europe and Utah Mm. for a bachelor party. I don't have to go to a bachelor party. I'm so excited because one of my friends is getting married and I'm going to his bachelor party to celebrate that momentous occasion. Yeah. As I go home alone, single for the holidays. Yeah. Big city marketing executive Quincy. (laughs) Chose career Um, over. Yeah, I'm really excited to see Star. (laughs) Can he thaw his icy heart? Will he find someone (laughs) worth melting for? My mom would love that movie. She loves Hallmark movies. Let it go. Anyways. Back to it. I'm so excited to see, first of all, I'm excited to see Lucy St. Louis in full Glinda getup. Like I Mm. cannot even picture how stunning those photos are gonna be. And Wicked UK production photos are always gorgeous. Yes. Because they're they have diff- a different shot list than the Broadway production. They do like is. setup shots. Oh, is the that no what good deed me, picture like, with the I lights? Feel like there's in the like fog. a wizard picture too with Alphaba Where in like, front of like the wizard's uh-huh. head. Uh huh. I also love the West End photo reveal. Wicked UK, you got it down. Should we get into the Alexia of it all? 
Yes, please. I would love to, I think we should have her on because I found our conversation with Carrie Ellis to be very interesting when it she t- started talking about when she came back in, I think it was like 2014. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I thought it was interesting the way she talked about it and the way she talked about that ass coming in and how she was able to kind of like assess whether or not she, she had like a reality lens to look at it through. She had hindsight. That I found really interesting. Right, and she had a lot of dis. It wasn't like she was one of the girlies who like who takes like a, a year of months off and yeah then yeah yeah. And I feel like it would be super like I want to know how this even like came across Alexia Kadim's desk again. Yeah, and what her initial reaction was. I'm so excited. I mean, she's she's good, Quincy. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm so she was excited. one of like the OG bootlegs that I had because her bootlegs were around back in my day. Yeah. Ugh. I think she has a really unique way of singing the role too that I'm excited to hear in 2022 and hear how her voice has kind of matured and how that affects mm-hmm. the way in which that she sings and tackles the score. I don't know. I just think we really have to go see this. And then I know Ryan Reed, ah. friend of the pod, I'm going to say, has signed on for another year. So the trio is all POC and that to me is historic. But I do kind of so love cool. that that yeah. hasn't, at least in my what has been coming across my desk I haven't been feeling like that is like the headline that this is that this announcement has led with and I do yeah. love that I I agree I feel like the big announcement is that she's coming back and then the second a big Alexia announcement and Lucy are coming in is that that's the pair yeah yeah I agree I think they're just kind of letting that speak for itself which is nice but also I don't know maybe speaks to like racial dynamics in the UK versus the US because even the fact that Alexia was principal Alphaba so early on in the run of Wicked UK and mm-hmm. Wicked Broadway has yet to have a lead black Alphaba correct mm-hmm. listen who knows our sources say that exciting things are coming for Wicked Broadway. Can't wait to see how this turns out. Consensus is we're both very excited about it. We both need to find ways to be there. The thing is, I also want to see Lucy Jones as Alphaba. I know, I do too. Well, you can. You Do you have your ticket? Should there? I go while I'm there? Would you be mad Absolutely. at me? <laughs> Are you guys seeing anything while you're there? I don't know. This trip is underplanned because we've both, <laughs> we just didn't. <laughs> With what time? We we know where we're sleeping and we know how we're getting there and everything else will work itself out. Apparently there's a Bob Marley musical that's really good on the West End right now. Really? I'll check and it out. what else do I hear about? Oh, Cabaret and... Oh yeah, Love I do want to see that. Mm. Next thing I want to discuss is Adina Menzel, Which Way uh-huh. to the Stage. The film will cover the Tony-winning actor's entire career, including footage from Menzel on Broadway in Rent, in Wicked, and culminating in her 2018 Madison Square Garden concert appearance. The documentary will also follow Menzel's experience with becoming a mother via in vitro fertilization. Menzel's collaborators, friends, and family have been tapped for newly filmed interviews. This is fascinating. Yeah, I I have a lot to say about it. I'm gonna say that I just saw the headline and was like, oh my God, yay, an Adina Menzel documentary. That was the first time I read the full synopsis of it. I didn't know we were like going back to Rent and Wicked. One, do you think we're gonna get unreleased footage? Like never before seen footage, (gasps) pro shot kind from those shows? Ooh, I hope so. That'd be fun. There's nothing I want more in the world than never before seen footage of Adina Menzel and Rent. Yeah. I would be tickled. Tickled good. pink. The Udina Menzel rent yeah. footage is so good. Mm. I'm crossing my And like fingers. Wicked too. Like imagine whatever we see of Wicked. Okay, so like do you think this is not like chronicling 
1997-2004 Like, I'm sure there'll be no. flashback situations. No, it's like, um, it chronicles her tour culminating in Madison Square Garden. Gotcha. In and of itself is just like, it's crazy that like, Harry Styles and Adina Menzel have played the same venue. You know what I mean? Like, because Adina Menzel is a rock star. You know what I mean? I don't mean crazy, like, not believable. <laughs> I mean it like it's it's wild. I just, like, I love that. But anyway, so it's, like, centered on that. And I love that it's this format of, like, the Lady Gaga documentary building for her to her Super Bowl performance and, like, uh-huh. the J-Lo documentary that's the same thing. And it's, like, I love... Selena Gomez kind of just released one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I love that Adina Menzel is being inducted into the like Good. legacy documentary family. I love it. I love it. Like, I'm curious because I feel like documentaries is where you like see the real personality and stuff. That to me is good entertainment because Adina Menzel, <laughs> just being Adina Menzel is great content. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I'm excited for the, like, dressing room talking head interviews where she's, like, just shooting the shit about how that performance went. Wow, that this is going to be good. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I can't wait to see who, who the talking heads are, like, who the friends and family are. Right, because I feel like we know a lot about Adina Menzel, but we don't really know a lot about Adina Menzel, personally, yeah. I think. Yeah, not on a personal level. Peel back those layers, baby. I'm so excited. I'm excited. Thank you to whoever's idea this was. Also, I just want to say while we're talking about Mother Alphaba, whoever is styling her in her current press moment is doing exquisite work. She looks so good. Is it Encore by Adina? Well, I mean, I know she wears her like her brand a lot but like when she's on like late night shows and like morning shows lately i don't think Mm -hmm. she's wearing her like her clothing and she just looks so good like she looks like a star because she is i went to did i have i talked about this on the podcast yet no you didn't tell the story tell the story i went to adina menzel's children book signing for her book loud mouse that she wrote with her sister cara menzel it wasn't even a signing it was a discussion so it was a read aloud actually is what it was so i arrive and i brought a friend with me who so kindly because i was like who do i bring to this I didn't realize that this was like something that was like an event for children. <laughs> like, no, it was. It was at Barnes and Noble. Like the tickets were twenty dollars. No, because Quincy, you're six and a half feet tall, and like I'm picturing, I'm picturing Elf. Like I'm picturing just like you on a chair, meant for a six-year-old with your. Knees That's why up I didn't want to go alone. Listening to a Dina read. <laughs> I didn't want to go alone because I knew I was going to be out of place because this event was clearly tailored towards children, people who were genuinely going to read this book. It was not tailored to Adina Menzel's fan base. And that was evident in the price of ticket sales, which were like $17.95 or something. But that's also why I went. (laughs) Because the description of the event was like, read aloud of Loud Mouse by Adina Menzel and Cara Menzel. Photo opportunity with Adina and Cara and Q&A session. And I was like, a photo with Adina Menzel for $17.95? I'm gonna do that. Didn't wanna go alone. Asked a friend who was so kind to come with me, yeah. who's maybe not plugged into the musical theater world, because I felt like I would receive That's an judgment. appropriate energy to bring. And like she talked about the inspiration behind the book with her sister and writing it during the pandemic. And it was actually really interesting. We got a signed copy of the book. They read the book out loud. And it was funny because Kara would read the book. <laughs> and then in the book, so it's, she it's sings, autobiographical right? in a sense. The- yeah. So it's about a mouse whose voice is too loud and she gets made fun of and all of that stuff. So don't tell her not to live. Just sit and putter. 
And so Kara would talk, and then it would be like, and then the loud mouse sang, and Adina would go, la, 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 la. But good. <laughs> and I loved it. Oh, it was so incredible. <laughs> and the book's great. If you have a child in your life, highly recommend. Oh yeah, good holiday present. Honestly. And she looked great. I think she might have been wearing Encore by Adina in this though, which is great. Yeah. It was like yeah, yeah, yeah. overalls with a loungy white Yeah, long that feels sleeve. right. But like I just saw Cuddled her on up like in her chair on like Kimmel Fallon. or something. And she had on this like gold, like not mesh, Sparkle. this gold like nude illusion, yeah, like applique dress. And she looked like a million bucks. So I don't know what this and press tour is building is coming out. Oh my is God, that yes, Enchanted yes, with the bangs, yeah. The bangs. I loved, speaking of Adina Menzel hair, her blonde era. That really worked That like me. honey blonde, yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> and that was like off the heels of Frozen because I feel like she did another tour. That's when she did Radio City, right? Mm, I don't know, but I'm excited to watch that documentary. Well, we do have two new sentimental men gracing the John M. Chu Oz cinematic universe since the last time we talked about. We haven't recorded about Jonathan we Bailey? We have not recorded about Jonathan Bailey. Wait, okay, I'm confused though. So Jonathan Bailey will get to, there's a Jeff Goldblum rumor that I feel like from what I've been glancing at at the internet, people are talking as if it's confirmed. Was that confirmed? I think it's like all but confirmed because usually when like Variety or the Hollywood Reporter says like somebody's in final talks to join, that usually means like they're negotiating, which means that I saw the like casting Drew is in about this online about Jeff Goldblum as the wizard in the wicked movie yeah <laughs> I honestly think that he'd be so good I think he's actually a really good choice I agree I will say you are the one when I think of Jeff Goldblum I do think of you <laughs> because I think you were the one who like first informed me that Jeff Goldblum was is hot oh yeah Jeff Goldblum it doesn't matter your gender the gender you're attracted to like to me I think he is like universally and undeniably I'm gonna say it, <laughs> sexy I think he's gonna be no great there you do speak about is... Jeff Goldblum with a veracity and a passion. With a twinkle in my eye. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he's like, he, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm into it. And then I think he, he's kind of like kooky and funny, which I think is going to be a I good energy to bring. Yeah. And I think, totally. yeah. And I think it feels like the rest of the cast is going to be a little more grounded. And so like, it'll be fun to have mm -hmm. the wizard kind of standing out in that way. I saw a tweet and it was like, if there's one person that we know for sure is excited about this rumor, it's Miss Ariana Grande. <laughs> and it was a screenshot of Ariana like having liked every single Instagram post that <laughs> Jeff Goldblum has ever posted. <laughs> Listen. When it's right, it's right. But you know what I learned literally today, Quincy? Because I knew you wanted to talk about this. What did you learn, Kevin? I was like, let me see if I could find a clip of Jeff Goldblum singing. Like, surely he has sung at some point in his life. And I learned that Jeff Goldblum is like a band leader of like a jazz orchestra. Like a, is that a conductor? He like plays the piano and like leads the band from the piano. So he's oh, like wow. an incredibly accomplished musician. But I did find a clip of him singing. And 
also argue kind the of, wizard doesn't necessarily need to be able to sing. Well, and this is what I what I'll say is I found a clip of him kind of like joke singing, and he's gonna be fine. Like he's matching the pitch. Like it's like it's the wizard. Take it from an old man. Like nobody's straining Agreed. themselves vocally playing the wizard. No tea, all shade, or no shade, all tea. You don't go to see Wicked to hear the wizard's vocals. No, it's not like a are you a sentimental man wizard, a wonderful <laughs> wizard. It's like we're not we're not or there. a sentimental man. <laughs> or are you wizard. a something bad Dillamond? There's no. <laughs> Wait, the, the first person. wizard we have on, we should seriously ask. So, are you a sentimental man, wonderful, or sentimental man reprise wizard? No, I think he's a great choice. I think it'll be really fun if that's true. I do want to talk about two things. Firstly, I want to talk about, I saw a tweet, forgive me, I don't remember who tweeted it, but they were like, do you think Wicked Movie is just kind of leaking these quote unquote rumors to like test the waters? And if the reception's good, they're like, all right, we'll cast them. Yeah, maybe. Which actually is kind of a smart strategy. Because wasn't, I feel like before Jeff Goldblum came about, there was someone else rumored to be the wizard. Um, yeah, it was... I can't remember. Because it was Andre Like in my head right now. And then it was somebody else. Oh, sure. And then it was... I think it was Andre Jeff DeShields Goldblum. is who I'm thinking of. In no, my head, it's always else. been going back and forth between Tom Hanks and Will Smith. But I think that's just in my head. Oh, Tom Hanks. I think both would be kind of cute. Yeah, Will Smith would be would be good. That's a good idea. Lin-Manuel Miranda would write a song for the wizard for Will Smith to sing. Um, okay, secondly, I want to talk about... I had kind of a moment last night. So Ariana Grande, I think it's super fascinating and interesting and fun and fresh and exciting the way that Ariana Grande is breadcrumbing her involvement in this movie. She's mm -hmm. doing it very Ariana Grande, very pop star, but very modern day Glinda to me, which I know was an aha moment I had with you a while ago when you likened her to a modern day Glinda. But seeing the way that she's uh -huh. rolling this out on her Instagram, not even saying shit, she's putting like a bubble emoji in the caption and then like posting a Polaroid of her with it. blonde hair. Yeah. Right, and we all know exactly what it is. It gets picked yeah. up. Yeah, everyone is talking about it. I love it. I love I it. it is so smart. Well, and you know what I think is what's been interesting me about it is that we know that Wicked, capital W, Big Wicked, is very... Mm -hmm careful about what behind the scenes is public facing. And so I love that like, and I don't know if it's like the same for the movie or whatever, but I love that nothing she has like teased us is actually anything from the movie. Like it's just like, oh, I dyed my hair it's blonde. Vibes. Oh, I have a script. Like, oh, I'm I'm wearing shoes. Oh, look at shoes. this doormat like that says the witch is in. Right, oh, here's, here's Cynthia in a black outfit and me in a blue outfit. <laughs> Like it's all, it's all her, but it's all wicked. It's like, if you know, you know. And I have to say, I love, because, okay, I think back to the sweetener, thank you next era of Ariana Grande, mm -hmm. where she was, she is, but, and I think she's intentionally distancing herself from the pop star image. And I love the commitment. To me, the fact that she is intentionally distancing herself from the pop star image shows how committed she is to this role and this movie and this project. That she is yeah. like, I am going to like fully do this. And I think part of it is like, I'm busy, I'm rehearsing, I'm doing this movie. But another part of it is like, I know what my public perception is and what my image is. And I know that to some extent for this movie and for me to be successful in this movie and perceived well mm -hmm. in this movie, 
there needs to be a disconnect and I need to kind of distance myself from pop girl Ariana. Yeah. I just, I, I just think it's so interesting to watch and I cannot wait. No, I think you're right. Cause she has a lot of people to win over before there's even a trailer. You know what I mean? Like I, so I think mm-hmm. that she is showing us that she can do it and she is doing it and she's going to do it. She's kind of in a in, way. Like she really she's is kind of, of like selling down to selling Earth. herself as the Which is just so smart. I can't wait till we have her on the podcast to like talk about that because it does feel like very intentional in the way that she's doing it all. And I think a part of it too is like she's just like married now and I think is like trying to establish some sort of private life in her very public persona. But I think it's great. I think it's the smart move to make. I still, and I'm going to say this until it happens or doesn't happen, I still really would love for her to release a pop album that's conceptually based off of Wicked because I just think that would be gangbusters and kind of a cool way to ease her way back into the music career. Yeah, something to hold us over between part one and two. And okay, so here's my thing with that. I'm I'm feeling like the first part of Wicked cannot come out in 2024. Quincy, I don't know how to break it to you. It's not going to get done quicker. I, it needs to, all of it needs to be shifted. It needs to come out next Christmas, 2023, part one, and then part two, 2024. We cannot, we cannot be teasing this movie out for another two years. Two whole calendar years, yeah. We cannot be teasing half of this movie out for another two years. That to me feels ridiculous. Does that mean? I don't think it's so much ridiculous as it is like, mammoth like it's such a long game plan because <laughs> it's like and maybe i'm just like i'm excited and i want it now it is yeah like i i want it but it's like i don't have any concept of how how long it even takes to like film a movie of this scale because if you think about all of like the special like the visual effects and like filming choreography is like very complex and all of that like it's like a marvel level movie of green screens and you know uh sure, complex sure. production however and then think about all of the i don't know you get enough people after. and you in my mind you get enough people whose nine to five is making this movie happen <laughs> and you can make it happen you can make part one happen by christmas 2023 <laughs> because also what where my mind goes to <laughs> is special effects. What if it's different in 2025? What if like CGI and all of that has just progressed so much? Quincy, that happens literally any movie that you make. Any movie ever made is out of date by the time it hits streaming. Maybe what it is, is I feel like we're hearing about this movie in the press a lot. Maybe that's my issue actually. I don't know how I feel about getting hit with press updates about the Wicked movie for the next two years without seeing so much as a trailer. You know what I mean? I don't think we will. I think we're going to hear about it a lot now because they're filming it. And then I think and it's going to go away. And then it's going to go away. Like, no one, it's not going to be like updates about it while it's going away. And then I think it comes back. I think Are we're going to. Are they filming have, all in one? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't that's make beautiful. sense to like build the sets and everything twice. Sure. I guess that's where I'm having a hard time. Like, the Wicked movie, like, is Wicked the movie going to be Oscar vibes? <laughs> I'm sure they would like it to be. 
<laughs> that that's how I said I'm it. sure they're not not trying to win In an the Oscar. same way that I think the Twilight Saga is a cinematic masterpiece of a project and an, a feat of humankind to have yeah. accomplished. But it's not Oscar vibes. Yeah. But like think about like... West Side Story. You know what I mean? Like that was like mm-hmm. a very elevated cinematic mm-hmm. movie musical. So is this going to be Ariana Grande's A Star is Born moment? Gaga, a la Gaga? That's what I'm hoping for. I believe in her. I gotta say, this veers off a little bit of the tracks, but my college friends and I have this theory that like Ariana Grande and Taylor Swift don't exist in the same universe. And the fact that once again, Ariana Grande has kind of taken a backseat and she's focusing on this other project and Taylor Swift is everywhere. Get out of here. (laughs) It's just so interesting to me because I guarantee you... When Ariana Grande is having her Star is Born moment, Taylor, that's when Taylor Swift is going to fade away again yeah. and live her per- private life. Okay. It's so fascinating to me. And I think they know that. I don't think they're friends, but I do think they have this ag- understanding that like when one is shining, the other is Maybe the they're like, yeah, they're like astrological journeys are exactly opposite of each other. That's the real Alphaba and Glinda story. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, Kevin, have so much fun on your vacation. I hope you have the time of your life. I hope you see Lucy Jones in Wicked. Thank you, Quincy. I hope so too. And if not, I hope I see her just like on the street. I'm just like, uh, uh. Sure. Grab a drink at the pub. No, not planned. Like by accident. <laughs> I want to run into her. Oh. I think or you should plan. just grab a drink. Anyways, goodbye. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You've been listening to Sentimental Men from Theaterly. This episode was produced by Quincy Brown, Kevin Bianchi, and the team at Theaterly. Thanks to Anthony Abitangelo, the most swankified podcast editor in town. And another thanks to Michaela Reynolds for making us look downright osmopolitan in our new key art. And to Julia DeMarzo for our logo design. If you want to get in touch, send us an email. We love to hear from you all. You can reach us at sentmenpod at theaterly.com. That's T-H-E-A-T-R-E-L-Y. You can also connect with us across social media on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Pod. Thanks for tuning in. Till next time, I'm Quincy. And I'm Kevin. 